Miller and you're listening to Rabbit Hole Media. It kind of sounds gross, but I don't think it is. Hello and welcome to Press Star, episode 132, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. I am one of your hosts, Christian Lasherman. This week I'm joined by the lovable, incurable, and something else Charlie <laughs> Cooper. Good evening, Charlie. How are you? And welcome back to the show. Good evening. Apparently not that good if I'm incurable. I mean, I don't really know what I was... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I meant to have. I had, I had, uh, well, I had, I had a thought the other day uh, when we discussed that you were going to come on tonight's show. I was like, what I need to do, I need to start working out consistent nicknames for both yourself and and Rich, because obviously I've got the Jeremy Clarks in the video games for Jack. Oops. Uh, also, um, uh, Captain Pickybum is also Jack. Um, Oops. I, was, I need to work out some new ones. Rich doesn't like being called Daddy. So I can't call him that. I need. I to... wonder why. Well, I don't know. I I love it personally. Um, <laughs> and I was. I need to work something out for you. And we had a running joke. Oh, I had a little joke at one point about you not knowing what was going on. But yeah, that's yeah. just kind of you know. It's not really. It's not. It's not that good a joke. And I was thinking about. It, I was like, what I'm going to do is when we get to this episode and we get to the stream, I'm just going to say whatever naturally flows out of my mouth. Turns out, okay. what that was was complete and utter nonsense. I could have told you that before we started. You're not invited anymore. <laughs> this is Press Star, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. If you like what you're doing and what you're doing is watching us, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media and you can subscribe and follow on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. You don't, you don't have to sing. When there isn't, there isn't. <laughs> no, I, I thought I would anyway. <laughs> and now you can follow us on Instagram at rabbitholemedia underscore UK for all of the behind the scenes tits and bits. If you would like to support us, you can head to merch where you can get a wide range of merchandise that just recently got wider, like this here show themed mug. Look at that, look at that, look at that. And finally, if you're watching us live on Twitch and are an Amazon Prime member, you get one free Twitch Prime membership a month. Please find it within your hearts to give the free membership to us. It will not cost you a penny, but will go a very long way in helping us bring you the shows that you love charlie yes it's been a few weeks since you've been on the on this show here with me obviously you've been been on the channel in other ways but you haven't been on press start so i'm gonna start this evening's show or this morning's show depending on when you're watching and where with a question i like to call rich what have you been playing I didn't think you were going to carry that over. Um, <laughs> Last minute decision. <laughs> hang on. Rich. Rich in the chat. Come on. <laughs> He's not well, even here. I know. No one is. Um, Charlie, what have you been playing, my friend? I, I have started a new game plus on Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay. Okay. How yeah. are you finding that? Yeah, it's, it's great. I'm like overpowered and absolutely slaughtering everybody I come across. I'm not even really bothering with stealth at this point. <laughs> <laughs> to be totally honest. It's like... Oh, an overpowered, like, mini Khan. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just not really... Um, yeah, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, quite a frustration. This isn't a dig at the game. This is more of a thing just I find annoying. 
um, when you do a new game plus, your map isn't clear. So you don't have all your fast travel points and things like that. Right. Okay. That's, that's um, slightly irritating. It's slightly irritating. Not the end of the world because you don't have to do much to unlock the fast travel points. You've just got to discover the fox den or the shrine or, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's, the, the, it's not a big deal. There's an interesting thing with New Game Plus modes that they need to keep a certain amount of unlockable stuff to give you something to play towards. Otherwise, exactly, it's dull. But I would argue that is the very most uninteresting thing of that game is doing that those features they're they're probably the most uninteresting bits so if they're the bits that are carrying over that's quite disappointing yeah it is you don't keep all of your um resources either so where i like kind of had most of the armors fully upgraded bar one or two i thought oh i'll quickly go and do those went there yeah no resources at all that's, that's, irri that's irritating but you didn't craft arrows or anything right that's um, irritating but that makes a little more sense um it makes a bit more sense yeah i just like I said, it's more of a, just a wind drum, Evan. It's not an issue with the game. I love that game. Um, one one of the one of the top games of um, of the PS4 generation. Um, or, or, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed my first playthrough, and it's it's a lot of fun. You know, just being able to sweep through it again now to get the story again. So, what made you want to replay that so soon? Because it wasn't that long ago you did Ghost of Tsushima. No, um, a lack of stuff to play. Well, yeah, I feel you there, mate. Um, I had a go at Final Fantasy VII. Um, <sighs> it's just not for me. Um, I didn't play it for five minutes and give up. I put a good few hours in. And I just, I just don't get it. I just, I, I'm just not into those kind of. Yeah, I, I consider ARPG playing it sort of because I I've got it in well I've got it in my library. I didn't download it when it was free on PS PS Plus, and I did consider it. Luke, my boss at work, was talking to me about him. He he was playing it and he was really enjoying it. But what he was telling me about it was not making me want to do it at all. I was just kind of like, I don't want, I don't want to I don't want to do that. I really really don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and however much <laughs> I want something new to play or want something different to play, because I've got myself into a real mm. bowl there of like, by the way, this section is literally going to be, what are you playing? Cause I've got nothing to tell you <laughs> other than gears of war with Jack on stream, which you've, which you've all been aware of. Um, like I've just not been playing anything. Um, and I, although I have an urge and a desire to play video games, I don't have an urge or a desire to play any particular video game, if that makes sense. So, no, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. That's why I re-downloaded um, re Ghosts. Um, Ghost, sorry. Um, um, I am... I'm having fun with that. It's, it's, but with the Final Fantasy thing, one thing I do appreciate that I think it's really cool, I always kind of got put off of Final Fantasy games because they were turn-based combat. Um, yeah. And I just... I don't like this is kind of like hack and slash with a bit of turn based if you want it. There are certain moves where you can go and and, and select the move and now execute it perfectly and that kind of thing. But it's just um I haven't got any, you know, Final Fantasy is iconic. It's 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 one of those games that means so much to so many people and there's obviously a very good reason for that. It just isn't it just isn't my sort of thing. Yeah. Um so I've kind of given up on that to be totally honest. No, that's fair enough. That's fair, fair enough. Um, I'm also surprised that Ghost of Shima was one you went to and not something older and that you didn't wait 
until you do ever get a fabled PlayStation 5. Which reminds me, if you want one, CEX and Crawley have got one in the window for £780. <laughs> CEX and Crawley can suck my left one. Uh... <laughs> I'm sure they would, but I wouldn't want them to do that. I've I seen mean... their clientele. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I just um, I needed something. If I went through my library... Downloaded Grim Fandango, I'd look a bit gone. That's quite a good laugh, but again, not really my sort of thing. Yeah, not for um, me. It's good, it's good fun. It's a well-written game. It's it's funny, and, and I, I can see why people like it. I probably will do a bit more of it. Um, I went from a library, and I'd already... I, I replayed Resi 7 a couple of months ago. Um, I've been for a few things. We did Spider-Man, and I was just mm-hmm. like, what can I play that's fun? to um sort of dick about in and my first thought was red dead redemption 2 then i remembered it takes a hundred years uh to not only install but another hundred years to get through the first act yep so that's basically what happened exactly what happened with me i installed it it took forever um Mm -hmm. and then yeah i after about 10 hours of being in the first act and just only being taught how to skin a deer i was like i (laughs) i can't I can't do it. I just couldn't do it. I wasn't in the right mindset through it. I wasn't not enjoying yeah. it, but I just wasn't in the right mindset to play on. No. I was like, no, I just want something that I can just sit and play and enjoy and give me a bunch of thrills. It isn't going to fucking drag things out for too long. And that is yeah. not Red Dead Redemption. So, However, yeah. moving on from that, we have a lot of news stories this week. So I'm going to keep on cracking through everything and do some vaguely planned news. <laughs> The first news story this week is PlayStation seemingly have done a U-turn, much like the UK government. This article is coming directly from the PlayStation blog. Recently, we notified players that the PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today, I'm happy to say that we'll be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021 as planned. When we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future, so I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. I'm glad that we can keep this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoy while we can continue to create cutting-edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5 and the next generation of VR. Thank you for sharing your feedback with us. We're always listening and appreciate the support from our PlayStation community. Charlie, over to you with your thoughts. Um, I mean, good for PlayStation 3 and Vita users. You know, I know that'll probably make a lot of people very happy. Mm-hmm. Um... You get the impression on this, though. It gives an indication that he can say jump and Sony will say how high. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I personally think this is um, dumb, putting it frankly. Um, like, uh, I just... I don't like companies continually to bend over due to loudmouth people on the internet because it's very much a, a, a minority of people that were complaining about this. And I imagine mm-hmm. the, the majority of that minority are not going to be using these resources. I don't believe for a second that they will use them. And I imagine I, Sony are going to be sitting there over the next few months looking at the numbers going, 
See, they don't want them at all. Um, so yeah, I think it's a very strange thing. Uh, yeah. The way the post was worded as well was clearly just kind of like scarting around stuff of like, all right, well we'll do it then if you want to, I guess. Yeah. But, um, I don't like it. It uh, it opens the floodgates for exactly what you're saying, mate. I think. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it at all. It's it's another case of an obviously um, what Sony and particularly Naughty Dog did in that instance was stood their fucking ground. Yeah. Um, it's another case of similar with Last of Us Two, where it was getting review bomb before people even played it, and people yeah. people to this day went in deciding. People who have played it and still say they don't like it, a lot of them decide they didn't like it, but even played it. And it's that similar kind of thing. It's that local minority getting the attention. Mm-hmm. Very different outcomes and different topics, of course. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to have been rampant ever since that game came out. Maybe I'm noticing it more, and I'm sure it was always there. I'm certainly noticing it more ever since. Um, I think, I think to since June. degree, you're right. It's uh, People are getting angrier and sulkier and more entitled day by day by day across all industries. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously being vocalized more in the video games industry at the moment because it's growing everywhere. But um, obviously you're going to be a bit more exposed to it at the moment. But yeah, I think you're right. And it's, yeah. I don't think it's a good thing. It will go away. It will die away again. Like absolutely will. But um, something we've got to put up with for a while, I think. Yeah, exactly. Moving on from that, however, Sony have also announced some new things. So another article coming from the PlayStation blog. There's a moment that happens almost every day in our multiplayer playtest where someone jolts out of their seats, laughs, and says to no one in particular, did you just see that happen? These amazing and unpredictable moments in gaming are the sparks that occur when playing with others. Future memories uh, f- future memories ready to be replayed and retold. Uh, we started Firewalk Studios in 2018 with this kind of spark at the heart of our games. It's why I used to stay up until 2am playing Fantasy Star Online night after night with the same group of server- from Server 9. Or how the neighbours who showed up at my NYC apartment to complain about the noise ended up jam- jamming with us in Rock Band instead. For others on our team, it was spending nights with their crew searching and finding the perfect last armour set piece in Diablo 2, making the online qualifiers in competitive Halo tournaments, or skipping studying for a math final to play in a Left 4 Dead to land party as a next generation AAA studio and part of the probably monsters family we've carefully assembled an amazing and diverse team of best in class talent who are focused on creating these moments everyone here brings a deep passion for games and the art of making them we have a saying at firewalk build a great team build a great game one leads directly to the other the probably monsters world-class operations team and infrastructure has allowed us to focus on doing both better fostering and sustainable sustainable development culture where people come first and delivering great games our collective leadership team is no stranger to building memorial multiplayer experiences um i think i want to list a whole bunch of people uh ryan ellis our game director was a creative director on destiny Eleanor Siegman, our executive producer, was a producer on Guitar Hero 2 bioshock infinite and multiple destiny releases our deeply talented team has helped Bring, a li- bring to life franchises like Mass Effect and Apex Legends, combined with my own experience and uh, thousands of hours played on Call of Duty and Destiny. We had the opportunity to deliver some of the decade's biggest experiences to gamers, and we've loved it. Today, we're thrilled to announce a partnership with Sony Interactive Entertainment for our new original multiplayer game. For our team, the opportunity to create new worlds and inspire more amazing moments for players around the world is the fire and ambition that keeps us going. The PlayStation team has a deep love and respect for the medium 
team of games and some of the best expertise and capabilities in the world to help make big ambitions a reality. We're already hard at work on development and have been having a ton of fun playing our game as a team. In fact, while we continue to grow our team during the challenge, this challenging year, it was our daily online playtests that provided the most consistent point of joy and connection for our crew. The fun and laughter of playing together brought us closer, even if we were physically apart. Our goal is to be able to deliver the same joy to gamers, and we can't wait to share that we've been working when the time is right. We're very fortunate to love what we do, making games. There's more game making in front of us, but in the meantime, we'll keep playing the incredible games industry We'll keep playing the incredible games industry creates and generating a few sparks of our own. See you out there. So this is the news that Sony have partnered with a new AAA studio working on a new AAA multiplayer game for PlayStation. I have a prediction to make about this game. Based off the people making it, it is going to be another bog standard loot shoot slash battle royale game and it's not going to be very That's exactly interesting. what it'll be uh, yeah and that, that annoyed me as well it waffled on and <laughs> on and on and didn't tell us a single thing about what they're doing other than it's multiplayer I mean, that's fair enough. Like, that's I think that's a good thing because otherwise you fall into that thing of don't announce the game too early. Um, that's true as well. Because I imagine well. this is a long way off still. Um, if they're only just announcing mm. and forming the studio and have only been forming the studio recently, I imagine this is a good few years away. But my concern is just based off... Uh, I'm literally going by kind of like current video game industry patterns and what we tend to be seeing from multiplayer games nowadays. And the history of this team is Destiny, Call of Duty and Apex Legends. Yes. So that's what we're going to get. Well, and Rock Band. Let's get Rock Band. Oh yeah, and someone... Great. So halfway through, <laughs> I have to start pressing red, red, green, 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 blue, red and blue, red and blue. Like... I was Guitar Hero too. sorry. <laughs> same, same thing difference <laughs> well, like, maybe, maybe maybe this multiplayer game will have an incredible soundtrack maybe that's what that means oh do you know they, they should have they should have, apparently the studio was formed in 2018 I missed that partnered with Sony recently either way um, maybe what this multiplayer game should be is that like you know how you have different classes on multiplayer games and you can be like a yeah. tank class or a medic class you should be able to choose to be the soundtrack class and then you get a rock band style game and then you're like playing the soundtrack for the rest of the people playing the shooty game. Yeah. I, I should mean, be a, I should be a game designer, me. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Based on that. All right. I'm not so sure about you. <laughs> no, oh God, we'll see when it, we'll see it when we see it. But, um, what a bloody long article to tell us not very much at all. <laughs> all right, that's all I've got to say on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, welcome to Games Media, mate. I know. Uh, Anyone suffering with insomnia, um, message us. We'll send you a link to that article. That we sort you right. I, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Uh, this next <laughs> article comes from Game Informer and is written by Diana Rupert and is about the leaked PlayStation Movie Pass. I have a funny feeling when I've copy and pasted this, I've missed a line. Because it just says, the listing mentioned that the service was specifically for Poland, but it was on the Polish website, which doesn't necessarily mean it is localized exclusive. We've reached out to Sony for comment to get some clarification. I mean, then no, it says, that's a strange way to start an article. Then it says, in the above image, three movies can be seen. I haven't got an image. 
This accidental early reveal comes on the heels of another film-based announcement. The company previously signed an exclusive exclusivity deal with Netflix for its films to set arrive next year, including movies like Uncharted, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse 2, and Morbius. The deal is set to last for 18 months, which you can learn more about somewhere else. It's an interesting turn of events given Sony's previous announcement that will cease offering movie and TV purchase rentals beginning in August, though luckily that doesn't touch already owned content. It's possible this could be the PlayStation's camps attempt to put more value behind the ps plus subscription service much like microsoft is doing with xbox game pass and game pass ultimate whether this is set to go live global a poland exclusive or something rolling out in waves is unclear we will update this story following our request for comment by sony i mean you should probably update your story with some information so basically the information there is uh, a polish playstation website or sony website leaked an image um, showing off the PlayStation Movie Pass, PlayStation Plus Movie Pass, which seemingly is some kind of Netflix-style subscription service via PlayStation Plus, um, which is movies. Um, as that article pointed out, um, Sony recently announced they were removing the ability to stream movies with PlayStation Video and, and purchase movies, sorry, with PlayStation Video. So it's, an, as I say, an interesting turn of events. I think this will be legit and will appear and will be a more global thing. It's just someone at PlayStation Sony has been fired now for accidentally pressing publish instead uh, of schedule. That would be, be my... the first time. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the idea of a, a, a video service included with PlayStation Plus or something like that? If it gives me stuff that's different from what I've already got, great. Um, part of me is like, great, another streaming service. Yeah, well, well, this is the thing. <laughs> like, I would agree if it gives you stuff that we don't already have, great. But based off the other announcement that they've signed a deal with, with Netflix, I don't see how it is. I don't see how they're going to give oh. us anything that we don't already have access to. It's just it. Seems a bit of a dumb move to give away your biggest IPs in the terms of um, yeah, you know what you can what what you've made as a film. And then start your own service. If they started buying them up, it would make more sense. It's like buying others. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, that seems a bit, it's a bit odd. I agree. I think it's really weird. Um, and you know, if it's something that's included with PlayStation Plus, and I guess fine, but I'm probably not likely to use it. I'm definitely not going to yeah. cancel my other subscription services because of it, and I'm definitely not going to sign up for it if it's something I have to pay extra for. I can't see many people would be signing up for it if it was something I had to pay extra for either. It just seems like a redundant service that doesn't need to exist. Yeah, I would agree. And I'd argue they should be putting probably their thought process more into an actual game pass type thing as opposed to a video pass. It just yeah. Uh, why? Hey, everyone, here's this thing no one asked for. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. It seems to be the video games industry's way. Um, there you go. Because... Moving on. Um, moving briefly away from PlayStation, but we do have a lot of PlayStation stuff today. Um, it's just a very PlayStation-heavy week. Um, but this one moves briefly away, which is Respawn seem to be working on a new franchise. The article comes from IGN and is written by Wesley LeBlanc. Respawn, the studio behind Apex Legends, Titanfall, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, is working on building a new franchise from scratch. A Twitter from Vince Sam a tweet, sorry, from Vince Sampella says, quote, looking for an exciting new opportunity, new respawn project, super exciting stuff. Get in early. This news comes by the way of Vince Impella, the head of Respawn Entertainment, who quote tweeted a tweet announcing that a small team at Respawn is hiring for a new intellectual property. The team is currently made up of five individuals, but it's looking to hire, hire to 
a coder to make it six. As you can see in Zimpella's tweet above, the new project is early in development and while the tweet is about hiring, it also doubles as news that Respawn is working on a brand new IP. This means it isn't Titanfall 3, something fans have wanted for years, as you can see in tweet replies for Zampella's tweet. And it isn't the sequel to 2019 Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. If you're wondering whether or not it might be a new... <coughs> sorry, a new non-sequel game in either the Titanfall universe or the Star Wars universe, that seems very unlikely considering those are both already existing IP. The hiring tweet Zampella quote tweeted specifically says the project is new IP built from scratch. Looking at the position being advertised on Respawn's website reveals that the small team is looking for someone to pioneer new ways to enable adventuring until the heat death of the universe and someone who can make gameplay feel good. The job being advertised is for a coder, so the post doesn't reveal much else about what this project might be. Now, I just want to quickly add that just because they're doing what seems to be a new project, that doesn't mean they're not doing a Titanfall or a... Um, uh, Star Wars because they we already know they have multiple teams because they did Apex alongside doing Jedi Fallen Order, um, so that doesn't mean shit. But your thoughts? Um, out of sort of their um, bit of a difficult one. Out out of Respawn's games, really, the mention the only one I've played Jedi Fallen Order. I've Ooh. never played Titanfall. Right. Um, okay. We've so... we're going to agree this here. At some point, one of the streams we're going to do is Charlie playing Titanfall. Okay. Because they're really very good. The campaign on Titanfall 2 is one of the best first-person shooter campaigns I've played. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Really, really good. So That's at some frame. point, we're going to do you playing Titanfall. It's agreed. Yeah, okay. Well, up for that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, diff it's difficult for me to... I, oh, I wish they were in Titanfall 3 because I've never played the first mm -hmm. two. Um... I quite like the bit where they said, oh, in case you're wondering whether it might be a non-sequel game. I don't think anyone was wondering that. <laughs> um... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see that they're doing something new. I'll look forward to hearing what it is at some I point. Mean... They're announcing a game without announcing a game again. To be fair, this kind of is not as much as an announcement so much as just, hey, we're hiring for staff, which you have to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you can't blame them there. Um, but you can. It's just unreasonable. Fair. Um, <laughs> I really like Respawn as a studio. I think they're a very good studio. They're not perfect. They still have little issues here and there, and their games tend to be not overly... Well, Star Wars wasn't overly polished. Um, but they're a really good studio, make really good games, and everything they've kind of turned their hand to has been really good. So if they're doing something new and different, then I'm all for it. I'd like to see what they do. It's the kind of thing where they've... They've kind of earned my trust now because the last few games to come out of that studio have been all stellar. You know, I don't like Battle Royale games, but Apex Legend to me is by easily the best is easily the best one. Um, stuff Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was fantastic, especially on the second playthrough. Titanfall yeah, Two, as I said, game. is generally one of my first um, one of my favorite first person sh first person shooter campaigns. Uh, multiplayer mode's really good, but it's kind of just your standard first person shooter multiplayer. Very Call of Duty because they're Call of Duty. The staff are all Call of Duty um, veteran. You know, they all came from working on yeah. Modern Warfare and stuff like that. So um, it makes sense. But yeah, great oh, studio. They worked on good Call of Duty then. Yeah, they oh. worked when Call of Duty was yeah. at its best as well. And being yeah, yeah. So wow. they, um, yeah, Vince Zampetta was one of the main game designers on those Call of Duty games. So okay. I didn't know that. Yep, yeah, a, lot, a lot of faith and a lot of trust in them. So, and uh, <laughs> mate, if we get you playing um, Titanfall... 
I think you'll get it as well because they're really yeah, good. Yeah, sure, sure. Really, I mean, really if, if Jedi Fallen Order is anything to go off of, mate, then then yeah, I've got total faith. And uh, end of the day, I I like seeing new games come out, so I'm already excited just because there's a new game coming out from the people who made Star Wars. So, that's fair. Yeah, day. that's totally fair, especially with so little fucking games going on. Mm. Um, Charlie, did you want to scroll past? Because I just see the news article or the article you added and thing you want to talk about. You've kind of put after the show topic. Oh, have an eye. Yeah, but that's yeah, fine. Sorry. Do you want to yeah. jump to it there and we'll do it now, or do you want to do it later? <laughs> Let's do it now, otherwise we're, we're coming off the show topping into another article. Okay, do you want me to read the article, or do you want to take the article? Because this is your I, input. Um, I'll give it a go. I'm not, I won't, <laughs> I ain't going to promise it's going to be good. Well, uh, it's not when I do it either. I get well confused. I stumble <laughs> over, I hiccup. <clears throat> See? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, give it a go, give it a go. Okay, so just for anyone who's like, hang on, this is old news. Like a few weeks ago, um, I the guys didn't talk about this to my knowledge, and now I've got... It's pissed me off. Um, so I wanted to talk about it. Days Gone director John Garvin has responded no, 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 to no, the no, 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 no. Read it how oh, you've written it in the article on the thing. Read it how you, word for word is what you've put on the show, <laughs> Doc, please, Charlie. All right, all right. So I've titled this Days Gone Shithousery. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's by Dom uh, Pepiat uh, from VG247. So... <laughs> Days Gone director John Garvin has responded to the unravelling story about Days Gone 2. The writer and creative director of Days Gone took to David Gaff's podcast to state to play shouldn't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if they didn't buy it at fucking full price. Um, I don't know if there's any point me reading the rest of it because that's the bit I've got a problem with. All right, but cool. Well, let's just go with the bit you have a again. problem with then, if you want. I mean... Who the fuck is he to tell people that they shouldn't wait for a game to go on sale or buy it secondhand or rent <laughs> it or get it off a of Game Pass? Uh, who does he think he is? Like, and okay, so if you didn't watch Endgame in the cinema and then you watched it on um, Disney Plus, does that mean you don't get to have an opinion on yeah, I... that because you haven't watched it like? What a cock! Sorry, think, that's really that really made me angry. I agree. I think there's a certain element of what he's trying to get at, kind of makes sense, but he's gone about it in such a bad way. I'm just going to read something else he says. Yeah. So, something else he says. This is a quote: "If you love a game, buy it at fucking full price." I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, "Yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PS Plus or whatever." I'm just saying, you don't know if you like a game until you've played it. But don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it wasn't supported at launch. It's like God of War got whatever number millions of sales at launch. And you know, Days Gone didn't. I'm just speaking for me personally as a developer. I don't work for Sony. I don't know what the numbers are. Now, what I'm going to... Um, I'm going to intrigued to see what Jack has to say at some point. Disagree hard. But what I'm going to point out here is there is a notion of... If a game's not supported early and it's not selling well early on, of course it might not get supported mm -hmm. then by a studio later down the line or a publisher. They might not want to invest in a sequel. However, the argument he puts forward in comparing it to God of War, it's like saying God of War um, what, got whatever number of millions of sales at launch and you know Days Gone didn't, yeah. right? Now, God of War launched to 10 out of 10 reviews across the board. And Days had a proven track record as a franchise. And that, People were already and invested that, in it. but primarily 10 out of 10 reviews across mm -hmm. the board. Days Gone launched to poor 
reviews by that standard six and sevens which i know isn't necessarily a bad thing but in the eyes of the general consumer that is there is a big difference there of course people are then not going to invest when all the reviews they're getting are people saying it's too long it's buggy it doesn't work properly it has this problem it has that problem they're going to take a step back and they were right and they're going to wait I think the notion that people shouldn't be able to wait and then make a decision whether or not they like a game is insane. However, at the same time, those same people should not be surprised when they find out it's not being picked up for a sequel or something like that. Like, and you don't really have the right to be, and you don't have the right to complain, but you absolutely have the right to be disappointed. Exactly, and that's the thing. It's not so much. Um, it's not so much about that the the um, don't complain about it not getting a seat that it doesn't get a sequel bit that annoyed me. It's the you would have a right to complain if you bought it at full price. Yeah, that annoyed me. Which indicates you can only have an any. That indicates to me you only get an opinion if you've bought it at full price. Absolutely. That's that's what that says to me. I agree. Maybe I'm misinterpreting that. Maybe I'm I, I'm completely wrong and I'm I'm mental for interpreting like that. But that's what it said to me. And I just I just thought it was so audacious. And if this guy wants people to keep buying these games in the future so they do get sequels, he needs to talk to them like they're fucking trash. Absolutely. Especially as well when you come from Days Gone is getting a lot of love right now because loads of people are suddenly playing it for free. And like because yeah. so many people have have suddenly got access to it, that's why there are petitions being started because suddenly people have access to it and going, oh, this is actually really good and I slept on it or whatever. And yeah, okay, maybe it is their fault for sleeping on it. I think the game was so unfairly reviewed. I've said this countless times. I think Days Gone is fantastic. And I, like I gave it, yeah. I think, an 8.5 in my review I did on the channel. Um, like, fantastic game has very minor flaws and you know the very minor flaws are comparing it to games like the likes of god of war or the last of us which by the way are very unique one in a million masterpieces right like not every game is going to be that and not every game should be that because if every game is that then it's no longer exemplary it's no longer exciting when you get that masterpiece because when when every game is like god of war well then that's kind of boring isn't it because you don't get god of war you don't get that euphoria of going fucking hell look how good this is yeah so when everything's special nothing is absolutely um you know so it's a really tricky one and i do pretty much agree with you like i think it was just such a bad take really badly put across i'm intrigued to see Jack's disagree hard situation here. I'd like his input. Yeah, is he disagreeing hard with me or with the comment that was made? Absolutely. I would like his input input at some point on this. Mm. Um, yeah, least. I would, yeah. Um, but no, I, I think you're right to bring that up as well. Ah, fair play. No, it's, it's just, uh, like I say, I'm not, I'm not even saying he's wrong mm-hmm. what he's saying. I'm saying it, it's the way that it, it, it's the way that it's been put across and the way he's spoken to the people who he wants to buy his next game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. He does go on in his um, rant to talk about, um, uh, he's comparing to games being torrented and saying that games being torrented are a problem, which I agree. Cause now we're looking into the stage of piracy. Uh, Char- yes. Jack said he disagrees with you, so I absolutely want. Yeah, I just see that, and that's, so I absolutely want his opinion on this at some point because it doesn't sound Jack like from from what I know of you, Jack. The idea that 
of what we're saying of of this situation doesn't sound like something that you would normally be on like along with so i'm intrigued to see what your take on it is um mm. uh but yeah, yeah. Like, you guys starts talking about torrents and stuff um which is different that's a different situation like having your game illegally stolen that's that's a problem absolutely that's yeah. a problem and then you don't have a right to complain but when the game is cheaper on sale or given to you as part of a free promotion very different very yeah different definitely thing. definitely and like another point sort of i guess more in in, in support of um some things we've been talking about and jack's been very um vocal about where the this whole notion of everyone sign this petition and get them to do what we want to do like that sense of entitlement is more a problem yeah, the petition thing's dumb and as well because there, there are people, including people from yeah. that are old Days Gone members, that, uh, sorry, old Sony Ben members that worked on Days Gone, going on about it as if it's a big deal because it's had 75,000 signed signatures, which is fuck all. Like, that's uh, fuck all in the grand scheme of things. Sony don't care. That is not enough. <laughs> it's not enough people at all. No, and, and just because they sign an e-signature, that doesn't mean they're going to buy the game. So, and probably wouldn't buy a full price either so there is going to be that effect on the studios did again so it's a really weird yeah. tricky situation and i'm glad you chose to bring it up i think it makes for an interesting conversation yeah it definitely does and there's there's so many angles to look at it and as i said my only issue really is with it, it is just with his entitlement in mm-hmm. the in that you, you're a you need you need to pay full price to be you know to be disposed because don't complain me saying to you are oh, i'm gutted that days gone two sequels and doesn't looks like it might be coming out it's technically me complaining you know so mm-hmm. where does that where does that end but um mm-hmm. uh, yeah interesting to see what jack says i wonder if he's typing something now if he's going to wait to discuss it offline i imagine but, um, he'll uh i'm hoping what we'll do is we'll talk about it on next week's show i'm hoping we'll have it yeah. um yeah cool cool uh, but yeah, no, you're right. And you know, and I don't like that there isn't going to be a day's... Well, as far as we are aware, I mean, we don't actually know that that's the case. We don't. Like, again, we've said this before, the news article and the information that leaked was Sony rejected a pitch. That doesn't mean anything. You know, that doesn't mean to say they didn't also agree on one. <laughs> you know, like, we, we don't know what's going on. There is a single quotation mark which Jack has now sent. I don't know what that means. You've just... Deletes message. Delete message. Oh, this because he was typing a message and then I said, <laughs> we'll do it on the show. <laughs> I don't mind if you want to send it now if you want, but it's just a good thing to do uh, in person, I think. Um, but yeah, no, obviously I, I am someone that I think I would like to have seen what a Days Gone sequel would be. But from what we have seen of what the Days Gone sequel was going to be, I'm glad, I'm, glad it's I'm glad it's rejected, <laughs> you know? So it's yeah. like, swings and roundabout. People need to stop bitching about... I think people across the board need to fucking just calm down, like, and chill. I mean, I know we are the show that complains about people complaining on the internet, but, like, just fucking calm down, like, and understand and think about things and think about the many different factors that go into it. And just because if you want a game, that doesn't mean that's going to be the game you get either. You know, the Avengers is a perfect example here. 
how many people were pining for an Avengers game, including myself? And then they make mm. one, and that's not the game I want. So you can sit no. and pine and, and sign as many petitions as you want for a Days Gone 2. If they bring out a Days Gone 2, which is not the Days Gone you are playing, is an online co-op game in an expanded universe, 99% mm. of the time you're going to be disappointed by that. You know, like Most oh, people are going to be going, this isn't what I signed for and then there'll be another one of those petitions remake days gone too because oh, that's how people are nowadays and it's just like when the, the one they're trying to to try and retcon rise um rise of skywalker yeah it's been loads of stuff like that oh, it's just... <laughs> insane moving on to this week's show topic and yeah, you know, it's just another news story, but it's one that I like the sound of. PlayStation Boss promises more exclusives. This article comes from Gamer Tweak and is written by Dinesh. In an interview with the Japanese outlet Nikkei, James Jim Ryan, sorry, not Jane Ryan, Jim Ryan, the PlayStation Boss, spoke about the company's future strategy. It was about virtual reality and delivering bottlenecks, but above all about future content for the PS5 and the company's cloud strategy. With a view to the competition, Sony wants to ensure what the Sorry, that the current console cycle offers more exclusive titles than PlayStation previous generations. Sorry, I've forgotten how to read. <laughs> oh, Ryan also stressed that further mergers and acquisitions such as the takeover of the Insomniac games cannot be ruled out in the future. Quote, we have been quietly but steadily investing in high quality games for PlayStation, said Ryan, and we will make sure the PlayStation 5 generation has more exclusive software than ever before. We have engaged in mergers and acquisitions several times in the past, such as with Insomniac Games. We will not rule out that option in the future. As mentioned at the beginning, the PlayStation boss also spoke about the company's cloud gaming strategy, which is said to be unique to PlayStation. Quote, The conversation of exchanging ideas with Microsoft is ongoing. It's some extremely interesting stuff, and I hope to announce our cloud strategy when the time is right. While we could use the cloud for the technical infrastructure, the cloud game experience we offer will be unique to PlayStation. He continued. Now, there are two takeaways I see from this. The first takeaway is that Sony have got some shit up their sleeve still, and I don't doubt that once these consoles are a bit more freely available, we're going to start hearing loads of shit about the exciting stuff coming to PlayStation. The second thing I'm going to take away here is that that cloud thing will be their version of Game Pass and their kind of answer to Game Pass. And I think it'll be the exact same, but I think that is kind of like a subtle confirmation that like something like that is happening. I'm intrigued to see what your takeaway is. And um, I'm also intrigued to see Jack tell me he disagrees hard. <laughs> um, I would say by being their answer to Game Pass, I feel like it's getting to the point where they, they need one in some um, ways they do yeah i mean i don't think they actually do from a business point of view but no. i think they do from a, a pr point of view you know because people just yeah, seem to want to yeah, fucking exactly. bitch and moan giving giving that would do a lot more for their perception and these idiots saying that they're anti-consumer which is that's bullshit they're not yeah. in in my opinion anyway of course they're not. um but, um seeing that I think would do a lot more than ending to a petition to keep the Vita store open. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that, that's, you know, a moving forward point of view. <laughs> Great, particularly if they... I'm sorry. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, particularly if they keep um, making things downloadable that they're starting to with PlayStation now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that would be, that would be very good. Um, it's exciting to hear more exclusive because the best games. Oh, 
subjective. My favourite games have certainly been the PlayStation exclusives over this generation. I'd agree. And probably the last as well. Um, Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I mean, it sounds good. It sounds really cool. Um, hope that they, I, I hope they manage to pull it off and and, and make it uh, seamless. And the good thing of a cloud-based system is, um, scalpers can't buy them all. <laughs> I don't think the consoles are going to be in the cloud. I don't think you're going to press a button and then in front of you materializes out of a third dimension is a PlayStation 5. I don't think that's printer. the technology they've got. I no, mean, if it is, no, I doubt it. Like, if it is, then, you know, fuck me sideways. I'm wrong, but I don't think that's the situation. I mean, it's also not what I was suggesting for a moment. Because um, <laughs> uh, Jack was so angry, he missed what the story was. It was the story, Jack. Um, that uh, Jim Ross, Jim Ross, Jim Ryan has said that uh, PlayStation PlayStation Five is going to have the most exclusives than previous PlayStation consoles. They're happy to make more acquisitions, and they're in talks with Microsoft about cloud-based gaming and cloud-based gaming services. That was the story. Charlie, the only other thing I wrote down on the show doc was Jack pointed out that Returnal is getting some really good previews. Um, mm. However, I forgot to get any of that information. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to say, hey, Charlie, apparently Returnal is getting some really good reviews in its previews, and Jack is going to be playing the game next week and hopefully talking about it on next week's show. So if you are watching us now, watching us live or watching us later, and if you are Charlie listening and you want to hear more about Returnal, make sure to watch Press Start next week where our very own Jack Netley Thompson, the Jeremy Clarkson, the video games, the angriest man in the comments, but the happiest man in my life is going to tell us about his time with Returnal. Charlie, is there anything else you'd like to add this week's show? Do you have anything for Waste of Time Awards, Hard Mode, Impotent Mode, or any of the above? Um, no, I'm really glad that you didn't go to me. Charlie, what do you think? Because I know nothing about Returnal. Um, Fair enough. Um, Impotent mode is give me some games. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Impotent mode. Um all right, fair enough. Well, that sounds particularly <laughs> interesting. This has been Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. If you like what you've been doing or what you've been doing is watching us, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media and you can subscribe and follow on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. And now you can follow us on Instagram at rabbitholemedia underscore UK for all of the behind the scenes tits and bits. If you would like to support us, you can head to merch.rabbitholemedia.co.uk where you can buy a wide range of merchandise that will only come wider. And finally, if you are watching us live on Twitch and are an Amazon Prime member, you get one free Twitch Prime membership a month. Please find it within your hearts to give the free membership to us. It will not cost you a penny, but goes a very long way in helping us bring you the shows that you love. Some final housekeeping this week. Don't forget that this show posts live at 8pm on Twitch every Sunday. And then again, Monday morning at 9.30am GMT on YouTube and audio services on and around the internet. Every Saturday night as well, you can catch Admit One live on Twitch at 8pm. Where we have been going through the new MCU entries over the last 
couple of weeks, but now we have a gap to fill. Some say that gap is six weeks long, but those people don't know how to count for shit. And actually, we've <laughs> only got a gap of five. However, if you head over to our Twitter, so that's Rabbit Hole Media underscore UK on Twitter, you shall find a poll where you can vote in what films we cover over the next five weeks before Loki, your choices are MCU Phase 1, which you shouldn't vote for now because there's six films in only five weeks. Mission Impossible, which you shouldn't vote for now because there's six films in only five weeks. And then the option you should vote for, because what we're going to pick anyway, which is our favorite films, where each one of us will bring forward to the table one of our favorite films and the rest of us will review. But before that happens... We will be looking at Invincible, the Amazon Prime TV series based off the comic show, which is an animated series that Jack really wanted everyone to watch and no one did. So make sure to tune in I next did. Saturday at 8 p.m. Charlie watched it. Charlie watched yeah. it over there even. Um, so uh, what a mate. Thank you. Oh, um, fuck, wrong way. <laughs> it's really hard, isn't it? It's really hard. <laughs> so make sure to be there for that. And of course, Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. on Twitch as well. You can catch me and Jack carrying on playing through Gears of War on the Xbox. Charlie, thank you again for joining me this evening. It's really appreciated. I really enjoyed Yay. your input. And I'm glad you brought something forward which has upset Jack because that's going to make for fantastic talking points later <laughs> on. Is there anything else you would like to talk about this evening before we vacate? Um, Chris, Rich, go watch Invincible, please. It is so good. It really is so so good. Can I tell you why I haven't watched Invincible? Okay, I don't want to. Okay, thank you for watching, and until next time, we shall see you then. <laughs>